Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey guys, John Barchard here, and the playoffs are in full swing, which means that fantasy football season is sadly over, right? Wrong. With one-week fantasy football at DraftKings, the fantasy football season does not stop until the games do. So while your season-long league is done, it is not too late to draft a new team and start winning money while doing it. At DraftKings, there are so many different ways to play. You can choose from public contests with huge cash prizes or private contests where you can compete against your friends. They even have beginner and casual contests where you can play against people of similar skill level. And the best part is you get to draft a new team every week. And drafting a team is arguably the best part of fantasy, am I right? Aside from winning cash, that is. Huge cash prizes and bragging rights await only at DraftKings. And right now, just use the promo code BGNR at DraftKings.com to play for free with your first deposit for your share of hundreds of thousands of dollars in total cash prizes this Saturday. But hurry, Saturday's going to be here before you know it. The Eagles will be kicking off, and then you'll forget about it. So make sure to get to DraftKings.com right now to choose your lineup, and you can play for some serious cash on Saturday. That's promo code BGNR, only at DraftKings.com. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at ClipIt.tv or check them on Twitter at ClipItTV. This squad. Next level. BGN Radio. Let's go. Welcome to the next level. The Crim Della Crim, Ron Davenport, Barrett Brooks, Link with BGN. Next level boys breaking down the game of the podcast. Out, but they not the same. TD the fly one. Keep the suits and the wingtips. Honest opinions from the Gibsons to the Winces. I'm left-handed. Barrett Brooks got my blind side. Super Bowl winner. See the game from a champ size. Route concepts down. The techniques in the trenches. You want to learn football? And tune in and listen BGN Radio Next Level Podcast You thinking about discussing the Eagles? Better stop that From senior bowl workouts to the draft Down to training camp Breakdowns of all 22 They the best at that Special insights Give insight to the blind So sit down, 
rappers play it when they done rewind next level all right another week this time we got a game that we could talk about an upcoming one that we could talk about we are about to take you to the next level. You know what it is. Come on up the steps. You know where we're going. The upper <laughs> Yes, <dude>. sir. <laughs> hey, man, I always got started vocal, out like man. that. We, you know that's what, what we saying? do. That's what we do. We take you to that upper room, that next level podcast. That's dude. right. I'm Teron Davenport. The voice you hear is Barrett Brooks. And we have a, another. Hey, like I said before we jumped on the air, man, I feel protected today. Oh, yeah. I feel extra protected, you know <laughs> what I mean? Because I got my dog, Double B. We're also combined with Trey Thomas. Trey, what's up with you, man? Hey, man, I'm good, man. Happy New Year. You too, bro. Happy yeah, New Year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Happy New Year, well, man. You know, you have any New Year resolutions, anything, you know? Hey, my new, well, you know. Mine get money. Get, get money. Get, <laughs> money. get <laughs> money. That's 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 what it boils down to. So Okay, that's, okay. That's it right there. That's what's um, up. There's obviously a game coming up, so we have to get into that. Just looking at the opponent, the Atlanta Falcons, there's a lot of things that we could get into. We only have 30 minutes, so we could take you right right up to that next level right away. I want to talk about just some of the matchups up front. When you look, they're going to be without Andy Levitra. He was IR, so their left guard is out. You saw what Aaron Donald was able to do in that game against Ben Garland. That's a man right there. He a man. You guys have obviously been there and done that. When you have a starter pulled out of that rotation on the offensive line and you you put a a backup in and you're going against another premier guy this week in Fletcher Cox and, by the way, a a, a guy in uh, Tim Jernigan that's really good as well. How do you – I mean, what's what's the advantage for the Eagles besides the obvious, oh, it's a better player going against a backup? Well, I don't think it's just Ben Garland. I mean, you know, when you look at Wits, Wes um, Schwitzer, I, I hate trying to pronounce these cats' names sometimes. You know? <laughs> I mess it all up. But anyway, man, even over on the right guard side, you know, you have some deficiencies over there. I think they're, they're weak, their weakest link on that offensive front are the inside guys with those guards. Yes, uh, sir. Because you're getting a lot of good movement. You can get bull. You can get a bull to pull, bull to rip. You can, they're open to all kinds of moves. And also, they're susceptible to any any games. So, because you're getting that type of push, especially on Ben's side. You know, I think that once these guys go back and they watch this film, they should be licking their chops and really being to get after Ryan because, I mean, he was sacked three times last week. Absolutely, you know, and and just, you know, when you break down our defensive line, it's like pick your poison. When you Mm -hmm. have two rushers, you have two rushers that are are very good at not just stopping a run, but at – rushing the passer and that's what you got that's what you got last year with Fletcher Cox and you had Benny Logan he was a guy that you know he was more of a run stopper well now you have Tim Jernigan Jernigan is a guy that can rush the passer a one gap player as opposed to being a two gap player where he was last year which changes the whole tempo on how you block this um block this defensive line I mean you you as an office as an office coordinator you're thinking all right pick your poison all right do we want a double team Fletcher which leaves Mac one on one against Timmy Jernigan. Do you do that, or do you do you double team Timmy Jernigan and hope that you can have a chipper and 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 the guard hold up a little bit on Fletcher Cox? And, but then you also have the dynamics of going on the outside. Now you have Benny Curry or or Fred, uh, or, or not Fred, but um, Barnett, or or do you you go to BG? There's so many matchups that are in the Eagles' favor 
that as an offensive coordinator, you're going nuts right now. The offensive line coach right now is getting no sleep this week. Yeah. None. Yeah. And I think also, too, when you when you see that front, when you mix BG down on the inside, oh, when yeah. you put him exactly. over the three-tech that's, that's what front. I want yeah. to get oh, That's, that's going to be a big issue for them because, I mean, now that you're getting that same speed, you, and it's, I see Barnett even mixing into that, that role as well because exactly. he's, a, he's a mirror image of BG. Mm-hmm. And then now that's going to make your tackles really have to hold up because, I mean, Chris Long is an animal out there. Yes, and with it being a road game, for them. They're going to have to be on silent count. I know Chris Long is watching film just like I watch film, and he's noticing that the center has a hitch. So the center has a hitch. Anytime he gets ready to snap that ball, his outside leg shakes a little bit. So it's something that he gives. And you can tell like times where Chris Long had a jump, even against, um, I guess that was against, um, uh, was it Dallas or was it Oakland? He had a really good jump, and they called it offsides on him. It was against Oakland, and they called it offsides, but he was, he, he was right on time. He found that hitch, and I know Chris Long is going to see that type of hitch, and it's going to be a good get-off again for this see, type of game. That's that next-level next analysis level. <laughs> because people don't understand what that hitch means. What it is, when you watch a film as a, as, as a player, you try to find different things mm-hmm. that you, gives you an advantage. And what Trey is talking about, that hitch – Every time Alex Mack snaps the ball, just before he does it, he moves his leg a little bit. When he mm-hmm. moves that leg, they're going to start going off his leg as opposed to the ball because the ball will be behind just a little bit. But that leg is getting there and trying to get that advantage for him to have an advantage. That's your trigger. So now you're jumping on that leg as opposed to jumping on the ball, and it gives you that much more faster getting off the ball and getting up on Matty Ice. And I tell you the thing that's interesting because, Trey, you mentioned – BG going inside, and man, the bull rush that he has on the inside, just combined with this, uh, the 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 speed that he's able to create, it gives problems. But I I tell you, it's funny because when they do that, they put Fletcher on the outside sometimes, and they mm-hmm. let him rush from that angle. And I saw the Falcons actually being victimized by Aaron Donald in the same way. Oh, no yeah. question. So you yep. see opportunities yep. where scheme fits against them is going to be interesting. Now, staying on that side of the ball, uh, actually, before we move on to that, the other thing I like is, is when you get that interior pressure combined with that that outside pressure, you're essentially suffocating the quarterback. No question. You know, yeah. He can't step up. He can't slide. He can't do anything. And we know, even though they call him Matty Ice, you get that pressure on him, he's going to turn the football over. You're definitely going to have to do that because when you looked at it, you know, one of the things I was kind of impressed about his this past game with watching Matt Ryan is his pocket presence. Yeah. I mean, he was slipping in and out of stuff. There was pressure around him, and he really worked the pocket and got rid of the ball. So, yeah, you know, we're going to really need to do a good job of getting pressure on sides and also getting pressure right up in his face because he did a really good job. You never want both of your defensive ends behind the quarterback. You always want to layer the rushes, and I think this is something that you're going to start seeing a little bit more of our guys layering their rushes and making sure that there's going to be either pressure in his face and then somebody running the high high road or vice versa and right. just always keeping them in that box. Playing that trap game. Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you got to understand, once you get to the same level as a quarterback, as a defensive lineman, you got to either backtrack or close the pocket in mm-hmm. because once you run that arch – and you get around, it gives you a lane. And Matty, he's not fleet of foot, but you did saw you did see in that 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 Rams game that he was stepping up in the pocket. He was finding those passing lanes. He was jumping over guys to get the ball out. We don't want necessarily want that from Matty Ice. We want him to get hit like he did last year. Brandon Graham had an excellent game against him. Also, I with that NASCAR, and that's what they're talking about, that NASCAR. Right. When you put your best rushers in there, your defensive ends. 
at the guard, I mean, at the at the tackle position. Now you have all defensive ends in the game. Well, with exception of Fletcher. Getting who, up the who field, play like a DN. I mean, who is? I mean, as crafty as as an inside guys I've ever seen. No you question, know? no question. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you pick him between him and Donald, man, that's that's pretty close, man. You yeah. know, I just think that Fletch has a little more size and a little more mm-hmm. gifted as far as what he can bring to the table. But like I said, man, as an offensive coordinator, pick your poison against these guys because it's going to be hard to block everybody. So I don't see them going out and necessarily having those bunch looks like they had or all those. Three, three and four wide receiver sets that they had. So I think they're going to have to keep people in to help with blocking as opposed to getting everybody out. Yeah, and a couple times they even, once Donald started getting that penetration, they even had their tight end come down and and block on him too. So it's interesting how that played out. Now moving to the next level of the defense, they're going to want to run the football, right? They they use a fullback. And I I tell you, it's interesting. You talk about silent count, well, their fullback is deaf. So he's naturally working on the silent count. I didn't Derek, know that, man. Yeah, Derek Coleman that's, is deaf. That's, that's, that's yeah, level, wow. see? He, yeah. <laughs> I remember when he was in Seattle, you know, I always say, like, how, how do they do that? But regardless, that's going to call for more 4-3, right? They're mm-hmm. base 4-3. You got Danelle Ellaby, the, the middle linebacker, the starter with a hamstring situation. I don't know if he's going to practice at all this week. He's going to have to test it at some time, but – I know, Barry, you've talked before about the big nickel with Malcolm coming down in the box. Do you think this is a week where you could see that with Corey Graham? and I, I really think, though. I, I really think that you're going to have to run big nickel because LB at this point, like you said, he, he might not be as healthy as we need him. And it's actually the best matchup that they can put out there mm-hmm. when you do have Malcolm in the box. You know, he can play that linebacker position and have the, the you know, the, the tenacity go up there and play big, but also he can go out there and cover these running backs that'll be coming out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be crucial that we stop Coleman and those guys from getting out into the flats and having him out there come because pound for pound, Michael Kendrick may might be the best athlete on the field. Yeah. But him covering running backs and, and tight ends, we don't necessarily want him to do that. Nah. But we can have a guy like Malcolm in there, and he can play that role. you know. So that'll be great for us to do. Yeah, and then looking at just the matchup with, with Austin Hooper going against uh, Malcolm, that's something I think the Eagles have, a, have the advantage there. So, I mean, we just went through two and a half levels of the defense, mm-hmm. and both times it, it, it seemed like it was advantage Eagles. But now we're getting to that other half of that <laughs> that one, and we, we got to talk about that that man child they got on the outside, uh, Julio Jones. And when you look at him, they're moving him around. I mean, I saw Julio line up in the backfield. They yeah. they move him. He plays both sides. You know, unlike some receivers where they just play left or right, and they play him in the slot. So when you look at the matchup. I mean, do you have Jalen travel with him? Do no, you, we can't do I, that. I don't, I don't agree with that either, no, but I'm no. just putting different things out there. Yeah. How do no. you go about covering a guy like, like Julio, and then especially in situations where he's going against Ronald Darby? I like Darby. He got a 42-inch vert. He's, he's 5'10". He go up, he'll fight for the ball. What goes up must come down, et cetera. But is that a matchup you really trust out there on an island without safety help? I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't really think that um, they're going to – have him follow him, you know. I mean, if, mm. if he was gonna do that, I would put Sewell on him to do that, you know, say you know, side for side. But that's just not what what Schwartz does as right. a defense. He's relying more on his guys up front getting the pressure, yeah. so they throw errant balls as opposed to them lining somebody up on him. Julio gonna get his. Like yeah. even last year, he had a hundred was one hundred thirty yards against the Eagles, but nobody else had anything else. I mean, zero they, touchdowns. <laughs> exactly zero mm-hmm. touchdown. So. 
I think the matchup, they do well against bigger receivers for some reason. Because they're bigger. Yeah, and plus, you know, I mean, I really think that our DBs, they like to go against guys that are bigger. But I think because them, them, them fast guys, you know, getting in and out that of breaks, you know, they, they, yeah. they, they make things happen. They can go on bigger because necessarily they're not necessarily as fast as they are. They're slower than they are. So I think they play well. I like the matchup they're going to have against those receivers. I don't. There's no good matchup against Julio, but they do have the ability to reroute guys and 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 hopefully that double move doesn't come up. You know that they talked about with Julio. I agree, man. Because I just think that you know we definitely need our secondary to be a lot more aggressive. And to at least change the route that give that defensive line time to get there because they, I mean, they, we need our defensive front needs to be putting a helmet on Ryan no later than 2.2, 2.3 seconds. That helmet needs to be on him no later than that because if you give yes. him any other time, then that means that there's going to be a completion and we need our secondary <laughs> to feel like, you know what, we need to be aggressive to kind of get up there, get in their face and, and throw the routes off, throw the timing off so that it gives our defensive front a little time to get there to the quarterback because if you just sit back and they play with all that cushion and allow him to just throw the ball at 1.8, 1.9, you know, that's that's no good for anybody. You exactly. know, you need you need to be in there. You need to get up there, press them, be physical, so that we can get up there and give the defensive line time to get there. Yeah, I, I hate that. I Man, I sit in the box. I sit next to Jimmy Kemsky every week. All I tell him, and, and I have to keep myself from cursing. You know what I mean? But I'd be like, Dad, go. How are they going to continue to play off like that as a receiver? Yeah, and especially not only they're playing off, they're playing off and outside leverage. That, 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 I don't like, understand why, that. Yeah. Why in the world are you going to do that? And then you wonder why you get beat on a slant. Or you wonder why you get beat on a slow go. Because what happens, he gets inside. Yeah. Guess what you're doing? You're panicking. Mm-hmm. He sticks his foot in the ground, goes upfield, is six. And then so, there you go. I, I mean, it's just when you have this pass rush like this, to, to me, I would rely on that pass rush, as you guys mentioned, get home. But then on top of that, in order to allow them to get home, you had to get some type of disruption. It's just like last night or, or uh, uh, Monday night in, in the national championship. Man. You had that cover, too. Yeah. The, the receiver, you, you know, he was able to just get off the ball. There was no redirect or anything. Nothing. And then you wonder why he was able to run deep like that and the safety couldn't get over. There's no help. You got to help your, your teammates. I, I, that was cover one, wasn't it? Was it no, it, no was it was cover two. two. It was cover two? Yeah, yeah. it was cover two. And, and that's the thing that was so crazy because you had – he was number one on that side. So as the safety, you know – that's that's your guy, and then you had a guy, another guy coming up the opposite hash. That safety had that. Yeah. Like, what are you even allowing the, the freshman but quarterback, quarterback to look man, he you did off? a good job. That was though, a, that was that, a, that that, was a, that a kid vicious did throw. a really good job, and for him to say. After the game, after all of that was over with, to say, you know what, he gave me a cover two. I tried to look the safety off. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to have that yeah. type of mindset. That's advanced. You know and, that? I mean, this kid was, you know, he was the real deal when he came in and stepped in and played and, and took over. And I know it had to hurt for Hurst, man. To oh, sit no there on question. the sideline and, and just watch the game. And they just, get interviewed oh, at man. the class he showed. And, and yeah. just like my man uh, Gene Clemens and my other homie uh, Brandon Howard from Football Game Plan, they said, yeah, he was all about the team last night, but today he need to be about that transfer yeah. and get on the phone with right. Auburn. Because <laughs> you're done. You yeah. know, after he came in there and won it. But, yeah, man, but I'm sorry. We're going to get back to yeah. it. <laughs> get him back to it. But, but see, hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah. Well, but when you run a cover two like that and you don't have anybody in the flats, aren't you supposed to carry that, you are supposed to carry him. You definitely. That's are why I was thinking it was cover three because I hadn't really watched that play like that. Because I once I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's over with. Then I, you know, I, I chance to change the channel. 
He held the safety that long with looking at them all. Dude, he, he looked at them all. That's nice unbelievable. Too. But man. see, the thing was, the, uh, my man was able to get inside and then widen back out. Yeah. And it, it just, and I mean, there was no redirect. And you're right, you are supposed to carry them. But at the same time, initially in cover two, you, your, your job is to reroute. Like, jam inside, funnel them inside. But man, and that it just, kid man. just did a heck of a job, though, dude. Like, he played a solid game, yeah. man. When yeah, he got I, it, mean, I, I was hey, impressed. Look, I mean, yeah. You, you got to be impressed. Hold on, this is, this is the crazy part. How about all the freshmen that they had playing for them, period? And he, this kid didn't even play. I, I did three games, from, three Alabama games. Uh-huh. I saw him one time. The kid is from Hawaii. How yeah. the hell do they get a kid from Hawaii? You know saving that dude, he went to Hawaii yeah. to get this kid. Over Oregon, <laughs> and my man is the same. He went to the same high school as Marcus Mariota. That's hey, crazy. And, but they say he was the top for, um, producing quarterback, a player in the game. For what he, the stats that he put out there, like he was killing wow. it. He yeah. was like the number one in all categories. He went but, out yeah. and, 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 he and, and just got in the game. I mean, got in the game that second half. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. So the whole reason we got on that, folks, <laughs> was because of the lack of contact on the outside. And as receivers, you know, that's that's something that it's just so easy. Yeah. So I I I believe that's something they have to do. They have to get up. And, and disrupt the timing because otherwise they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, we got to be physical. You have to be physical at the defensive uh, at the cornerbacks. You know, I, I need you know they really need to go out there because you, you you have to get this defensive line time because they're athletic and they're going up against an offensive line that's just not on their level. Uh, that, that's it right there. They're not on the level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They you dominated know, nah, last year nah. when they were full power and that Falcons line was considered one of the best. Yeah. Now they're they're down. Yeah. Hey, look, man, it's the guys up front, they got to eat. Yeah. But flipping to the opposite side and looking at the Eagles on offense, we'll, well, we'll start with the running backs. And me personally, I, I think this is a week where, hey, look, Jay Ajayi, you, man, lacing, lacing things up tight because we're about to ride you. Yeah. LeGarrette Blunt, I need you to be that guy that you've been in the past in short yardage situations and don't get tackled. Oh, and Corey Clement. You keep running like a hostage, yeah. you know, right. trying to flee like yeah. a hostage. Yeah. Give us free. He has that sense of urgency yeah. when he yeah. runs. So yeah. when you look at this backfield, I mean, what? I need a bell cow. I need, I need, that's it, that's it in a nutshell. I need a bell cow. I need a Jay Ajayi to be that guy. I need him to have more than 20 reps, 20 carries in this game. We're talking about a guy that can go out there and gets better as he gets mm-hmm. more reps. He gets into a rhythm. Our guys never get into a rhythm because they don't play a lot. Well, this is the mm-hmm. time in which we had to do that. Remember, we had Deuce. Yeah. You get Deuce, the more you get Deuce the ball, the better he got. And I think Ajayi could do the same thing. And then you won't tip your hand as much as you know we've been doing. When you know when Clement's in there, he's going to be down in the red zone. He's going to go in, they're going to run screens to him. They're going to run on the outside. Then when you bring in Blunt, he's going to run in between the tackles. Right. Then when you bring in Ajayi, he mixes up a little bit because he can run outside and inside, plays as a better pass blocker, and he can catch passes out the backfield. Why not just keep him in there so you don't tip our hand a little bit? I like mixing and Clement in there. You know, I, w- I would much rather see J.J. And get Clement to get the lion portion of the share of totes, you yes. know, but just because they're they're really good change of pace guys, you know, they're going to give you that speed. They can give, like you said, they can get outside, they can play inside, they can give you the screen game, you know. So, it, it, you know, with Blunt, he's more like you said, a down the hill inside the tackles guy. Sometimes when it comes to blitz protection, I don't trust him, you know, <laughs> it, just because I just don't see him like being as physical.
physical as I would like for him to be, Call being the size that he is. You right. know, <laughs> I see him too many times where he's running into the back of the offensive lineman instead of, you know, dropping your shoulders and let's go look find some open field and, and try to run like a Marshawn Lynch that just tries to just take your head off every ounce of his body into the defender. I need that type of back out of you. He's built like that. But Clement and Jay are those guys that can that can give you that in between the tackle and they have the speed to be outside. They can get out and, and have that wiggle room and their pass threats, you know, can be great receivers. So I just I think that their rep should be I think I can see Jay in the twenties and get Clement up in them high teens and get Blunt right around that up to ten range, you know, just because we need him to get those short yardage. But I need Clement and Jay to kinda get out there and get the Lions portion of this thing. I wanna see how that outside zone run that they do so well with Ajay and when they pull uh, Jason Kelsey, I want to see how that works against this against this speed because Deion Jones, I mean, he runs like like a like a, a defensive back. Uh-huh. So that's going to be interesting to see. I still would try it. I mean, yeah. Jason Kelsey could run. You get him out there, and I he mean, did last year. Don uh, Terry, pa- yeah, exactly. And all he has I, to do is throw at him. And, and, and big, yeah, right. You don't need to block and, him. And, Just right. throw at his legs. So he push down. So he yeah. has to push down, yep, and yep. the running backs do their thing. And Big Poe, he he could run too. So it's I, I like this matchup. This is a game I'm really truly I look forward to every week. But mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this week because, in extension to the to the running game, obviously the way they're going to defend that they're going to stack the box because I mean oh, yeah. we're sitting here and we know the Eagles need to run the football. I'm sure these coaches know that too. Yeah, they. So, I mean, yeah, especially with um, especially when they run a cover three. That's all they run is cover three. So right. they're gonna have somebody in the box. They're gonna start. They're gonna they're gonna challenge challenge folds. Now we can't bump our head against the wall. Although we yeah. want to, as offensive line, all we want to <laughs> do is run the ball. We want to run the ball. Well, you can't bump your head against the wall. Steady trying to run the ball, and they and they got eight men and nine men in the box. You know that's yeah. the only problem. So when they do that, and one of the things I looked at a play from the, from last week's game, and it was it was a second and seven in, in the uh, second quarter, and they ran. And this is I've been saying this for for a bit on how. They need to. We, we need to see more bunch formation. Yes. Mm-hmm. We need to see more rub routes because I mean, let's face it, Alshon, Tory, they don't create separation. <laughs> yeah. You know, Nelson. Hey, listen, we call a spade a spade on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nelson can do that. Yeah. Right. So on this play in particular that that I was looking at, they had tight end trips mm-hmm. right to to the right side. The tight end was was in line. You had Cooper Cup off the ball, and you had Robert Woods on the ball, just next to him, bunch formation. They ran play action. And, Barry, you always talk about this, how you run play action to get uh, that max protection. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? And and that's something that, that they did in this play because they knew they had deeper routes because they had Sammy Watkins on the opposite that side. That waggle protection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, exactly. And, yeah. and and he was running – he ran a go route against Alford. Mm-hmm. You had True Font – Playing down, but remember they're in cover three, so Trufi is backing up to his third. You you had uh, Cooper Cup from the middle. He ran one of those jerk routes where you you kind of go to the out and then you come back across the middle. Woods had the deep cross, mm-hmm. and it, essentially all they did they just flooded that left side of the field, you know, at three levels, and it was a simple three level read mm-hmm. for golf. But what happened so quickly 
And Sammy Watkins was even with Robert Alford, so you know what he was doing. He was leaving him, mm-hmm. right? And, and Goff threw the ball to, to uh, Watkins, but it was an underthrow. But the point is they were able to get these guys wide open and untouched, and that's something that these Eagles coaches have to do because, as a matter of fact, that play action not only gave them max protection, but that froze the safety because they, they were in, uh, I believe it was dime package. Yeah, because DeMonte Casey was in the game also, who's their dime back. Mm. Uh, Who actually pretty good. I like Casey a lot. I thought he was going to be here. Yeah. But um, my, my young uh, Danell Pumphrey's teammate. But yeah, that Sandy play Little action. State, right? it, yeah, exactly. That play action froze Keanu Neal because he's a guy that likes to come up and be physical against the run. So it was the, the play design was perfect. I'm going to post it so you guys could check it out. But that play Clippers, design, Clippers. It, we'll yeah, show you on Clippers, baby. That play design was perfect, and he had at every level, all three levels of guys were open. So that's something that I feel they need to do. Mm-hmm. And when they get those opportunities, as they've been saying with Nick Foles, be aggressive, be yourself, but with caution, you have to take advantage of that. I agree, and, 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 and the receivers do. I, I think we do need to rub a couple more, uh, run a couple more of those rub routes. I think one of the things with Foles, though, man, he just he cannot be afraid to make a mistake in this game. That's exactly what he just, he just said it on he just said it on 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 uh, PST. He just said that. Yeah. You can't be afraid. I mean, it's like you're disrespecting me mm-hmm. when you have to run a man cover because you you you're daring me to throw the ball. And he yep. can't feel yeah. he can't they, he can't be disrespected like you that. You gotta nah, take that he, personal. He, he can't get be afraid to make a mistake or to even when you step up to that line of scrimmage and you see that they're stacking the box, step back out of it and let's call a play. Let's mm-hmm. call a pass. You're the quarterback, man. If you know that this thing is not going to be – if the play that's being called is not going to work based off of what you see on the defensive front, if you see nine in the box and you're not going to say at least black over to run it to the other side or, you know what, check, check, let's run us a three-step drop or let's go past 67 or let's go sprint right, sprint left. You know those same exactly. little protection that exactly. we've always ran. That's a, that's a very simple let's get out of it and let's run a pass just because the run just isn't there. And so you know, because that's exactly what they came, what Atlanta came out against the Rams. You know, they came out and stacked the box. They were like, "Look, you're not going to run the ball on us, golf. Let's see if you can air it out." And they they held him down. Yeah. So I think that we're going to get that same type of look. They're going to come out there in that jam front. We're going to get a five man front. They're going to load the box, and then they're going to challenge foes to see. You know what? Are you going to check out of it, and will you be able to go ahead and throw the ball? Absolutely. And another thing they could do is incorporate the tight end. I mean, why aren't we seeing more 12 personnel? Why aren't they running double-crossing routes, right? Well, you're letting Trey Burton. Now, in in this case, I understand, okay? That just frustrates me right there. That just frustrates me. It it does, man. I I understand. You got Deion Jones in the game. He could run with most tight ends. Devondre, I don't know. Have you, You guys may not have seen Devondre Campbell in person. I saw him at the Shrine game. Yo, if, if God literally was saying, I'm making an outside linebacker, yeah. <laughs> that's him. Yeah. Right? So I really like him as a player, but yeah. he can't run with Trey Burton or no. Zach Ertz. So yeah. why not have that double crossing route? Why not use both of your guys in that matchup? I don't get that. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. You, if you look at it, 12 personnel just puts you in a great position because you have two superior athletes 
running against linebackers. They can't keep a step. And if you put a safety on them, they're just too little. Mm-hmm. So why don't you use your two best athletes? You, they might be your two best receivers if you give them an opportunity. Exactly. They can play. That. You know what I mean? So if you have 12 person in, that's like the, high, the likelihood of them keeping um, their, 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 you know, their nickel defense out there, they're not going to do it. They're going to put in their regular defense. So now you have to put a linebacker on them. Right. And why don't we use that more, man? You know what I mean? Even put them in a bunch formation. People understand when you got a bunch, when you got, you know, three guys on the, on the line of scrimmage, three receivers, or three, you know, two, two, uh, two tight ends and a receiver. What bunch formation does, it makes the defense back up because mm-hmm. it, it creates natural picks. So when, you, when they back up, now you can run the routes you want to, and they'll have some separation. We don't do enough of that, you know, but that's that innovative stuff that, you know, that I was around different coordinators, they do it. I'm really anxious to see what Doug's going to take out of his hat because he's going to have to come with it. Yeah. He's going to have to come yeah. with and it. And especially against the secondary. I mean, I, I said on PSC, man, these guys are sticky, man. Yeah. You look at Robert Alford, Desmond Trufant, man, they're they're the type of corners that as a receiver you hate going against. Because they're cocky, too. They're cocky with it, but the, every step you make, they're right there, too. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you never – want to say, hey, uh, coach, you got to help me out, get open. You never want to say that, (laughs) but, I mean, the truth is the truth. Mm -hmm. They need to help these guys out. You mentioned eight in the box, Nick Foles checking to a passing play. Man, you look over there and you see one of these guys six foot or or 5'10 on Alshon. If you don't check, I mean, if I was outside, I'd be out there tapping the top. But yeah. one, that's how we used to check the to go routes. Like, hey, look, man, uh-huh. we tap the top I'm of our open. helmet, and yeah. that means all right. Look, check to a go route, back shoulder that thing to me, and we're, we're going to make it happen. And that's what they need to do. Yeah, I think folks just he just has to play with confidence, man. Just play with confidence, let it ride. You know, uh, it, it just don't. Be afraid. And then our offensive line is just going to have to protect, man. Yes. We're going to have to make them comfortable. We're going to have to make them comfortable. Um, Vitae is really going to have to step up big time in this game. Uh, I, believe, I think he has a shot against Brooks Reed, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The yeah. thing I like about Brooks Reed. Brooks Reed has a nasty spin move. <laughs> and, 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 you're not making any better yeah. for me, Trey. He sets that up really well the way he gets he gets off the ball yeah, very well, too. He gets off the ball nice. But with him, you got Adrian Claiborne. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. going to be interesting. I don't know if they're going to Y'all help, not helping me, man. Do, help you know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't lost sleep over Vic Vitae, man. Come on, man. <laughs> My only thing is Come I on, hope man. that they worked – taught him how to punch, you know, because he needs to really understand, like, look, man, you cannot get out there and catch these guys because it's going to always have y'all balanced and then they're going to start running games on you, even though I don't see them running a lot of games. Sometimes they mix it in a little bit, but they run it, you know, they're starting to – what I'm starting to see a little bit more now, uh, just because I think defensive coordinators are starting to get a little bit more savvy to what's going on, is if you have a vertical – a 45-setting tackle – and a, a guard, especially like Steph, that kind of steps up. Yep. Well, yeah, he ju- he steps up with his outside foot, which brings his feet even because he was an old center. Yep. So you could tell like he play, he plays like a center at guard, yep. you know. Yep. So he's catching a lot of times. Mm. So now you have and, – and then you have Vitae that sets out at a 45. Well, that three technique is all he's going to do is hit that outside shoulder of Steph. 
and keep pressure on that. So when that end comes back around, Vitae with him sitting at a 45, when he tries to come back in, that defensive tackle is just going to ricochet off his hip and come in. They don't worry about it. It's not like how it used to be where they would run TEs where the ta- tackle would have to con- try to keep contained. You don't have to worry about contain now with foes. No. So now you're just going to go ahead, hey, man, we don't, you ricochet off his hip and you come inside. Foles defensive be right there. End, yeah, defensive end, you come on around. Now, this is what tells me when defensive coordinator, if a defensive coordinator is really, or even if the defensive line is really on point, are you doing that type of stunt into the slide side of the offensive line? Because if you are, then what are you doing it for? Because if the center is coming over to that side, he's, why he's, is that defensive yeah. end looping around? That's a waste of, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's, that, that doesn't make sense. So if you're doing a, a, a TE into the slide side, then that tells me that you guys really aren't on point and not really watching what's going on, not paying attention to what the center is going on. The TEs and all that should always be coming off of the man side. Yep. Because you know that, all right, the center is going away. So if I get if that defensive end comes around, he doesn't have help. The guard does not have help. So he cannot come off of that wide three technique. So I could come on around and come clean, you know. So that's why I start seeing what I'm starting to watch. But anyway, but our guards, the tackle of the guards, Vitae and them, they just going to really need to pick up that game. I'll have the Raiders game. Yeah. Ooh, Irvin <laughs> and them lit him up, bro. <laughs> yeah. Lit him up, bro. I, I tell you, I was talking to uh, Lane today, mm-hmm. and he said that that's something that they – he saw them do that really stood out and he expects that to his side. So that tells me, yeah, you know what? Dan Quinn, a very good coordinator. Uh, I, I do expect the Eagles to slide to Vitae's side and, and Lane understands that when that happens, you're going to have that stunt. Because they he, want the man-to-man side. Him, he, and, yeah. him and Brooks. He said what he saw that, that they like to do is, is have their tackle kind of crash down on, on when come not crash down because it's going to the inside, but he he comes from, he lines up just outside of the uh, on the on the guard's shoulder sorry, uh-huh. yep. and comes this way to to almost set a pick. pick. That's, what uh-huh. exactly. that's what they're doing. Yeah. On, on, that's exactly what they're doing. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly and what it is. Hope that the guard goes with it, and now that tackle comes back inside yeah. or that end. Excuse me. Yeah. And in some cases, it's their strong side guy who's their best pass rusher, mm-hmm. even though he only has four and a half sacks and Vic yeah. Beasley. Well, it works, too, when you have a tackle that sets at a 45. Now, Lane, he sets vertically, so he'll be able to handle it pretty well if he sees it. Now, the only issue that I have with that is Brooks sometimes. If he has a wide three technique or like a four eye, then he tends to get a little vertical. He sets like a tackle at guard, Mm -hmm. and that can cause problems. Because if you have a wide four eye, and then all he does is shoot up that up that gap, and he's on your outside shoulder, then now if Lane ever tries to come back in, it's done. That, you, you know, you, yeah. you can't come over. He There's no switching punching. it off. Yeah, yeah you, you know, you're not stopping it. I could already feel the tweets coming tomorrow, <laughs> so I want you to get into that. A four eye. What yeah. is that? So, oh, so, a four eye, that. so a four eye is if it, so. So if you're looking at uh, a three technique is the outside shoulder of the guard, and then a four eye is if if the def, uh, defensive tackle is lying head up or inside eye of the offensive tackle. Now, usually when that happens, you'll have an outside linebacker or a standing up guy outside of the yeah, off, offensive yeah. tackle. So you can have that four eye, and then you have an outside linebacker just standing up outside. You know, and that's usually what a four eye is. Okay, so hey man, listen, we could keep going, but I I know we we, we got to give you something to look forward to next week. So we're gonna wrap it up just with predictions. I'll kick things off because I I think and Barry, we talked about this last week. We felt that this was the matchup for the Eagles, the yes. best one for them. 
They got the matchup. I think they're going to win this week. I expect to see NFC Championship game on, on Saturday or Sunday, the 20th or 21st. I'm going Eagles 24 to 19. This Falcons team, if you hold them under 20, they seem to not be able to win. So that's the, the goal for the defense. 24 20, that's, that's my score. What do you have? I'm going 28 28 20 Eagles on this. I truly believe that they match up well against this team, and the, and the fact that the Falcons play so inconsistent at mm-hmm. times. I kept. I hope we catch them on a bad day. So I'm saying 28-20. I, th- I hope it's cold. I need to look at the weather report. They <laughs> <laughs> said 45. Yeah, yeah, I hope it's cold. But um, I, you know, I, I think that I like 24. I think 24. 17, you know, um, I think that, you know, I, I front, you know, we're going to do what we need to do. I hope Foles just comes out there and just plays a solid game, just lets it fly. And, you know, one of the things I would like for us to just cut down our penalties, yeah. you know, and just play well, a clean crucial, game. Especially yeah. early yeah. in the series. Yeah. You know, because, you know, just going up against Atlanta last week, they only had five penalties in that game. I just went back over our last five or six games. I don't think we had anything under seven penalties. So, you know, I would like for us to be right around in that same range, cut out some of those penalties. And let's just play a clean game. That's it, folks. All right, listen, it doesn't get any better <laughs> than this, man. I would like to keep going. I know we got to cut it short. So I'm Teron Davenport. You can follow me on Twitter at T Davenport underscore NFL. Barrett, go at ahead. At B Brooks, 72, NBCS. Uh, Trey Thomas, 72. Uh, what is it? At seventy two, Trey Thomas. Uh, yeah, you, you just type in T R A Thomas. I don't, know, Thomas I don't do all that it. Twitter thing, man. But holla at your boy anyway, though. <laughs> and at BGN Radio underscore Radio, rather. Make sure you go to the ClipIt.tv. Download the ClipIt app if you don't have it. It's on the App Store. It's on the Google Play Store. I need some ClipIts. You heard the way football gets broken down. So make sure you send it to us. You can add any one of us, and, and we'll break it down for you. Divisional playoff round. We'll see what happens. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back next week. Stretch your hand and I'm going to chop it off. I dare you ask for a favor from your boss's boss. Shrimp, scampi, angel head noodles, white wine sauce. Rwanda and Ross, reload the Nina Ross. Settle metal when I'm focused on the green Dinero. Hocus pocus, Gucci loafers, cake with bacon soda. Cake for soldiers moving weight from Maine to Nova Scotia. Bang revolvers, problem solvers, that and pain the mothers. Lost a child, clips and play when they hear Belial. Nightmares, walking dead cause they sleep dead. You either sheep or shit, be scared and cut to pieces. I lust for custom coops with the honey mustard features. Butterfly doors, a whore that makes wine or sober. Her beauty stunning, plus she funny, that's the proper order. Head nods and cat calls cuz it's pops in order. Yeah, I'm stuntin' all the world is my stage show. Dallas streets cruising around about 4 a.m.